This is Daniel White the Third, President of Gospel Light Society International, with the Scripture and the Sense podcast, episode number 1026, where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it, the understanding of it, based on an authoritative commentary source such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary and or the Matthew Henry Commentary. My beloved, this podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 8, where it says, Ezra and the Levites read in the book in the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. So the aim of this podcast is that through the simple reading of the Word of God and the giving of the sense of it, the understanding of it, it is my humble prayer that the church would be revived and that the world would be awakened and saved from the wrath of God to come and saved from the eternal burning hell by believing in the Lamb of God, as John the Baptist called him, the Lord Jesus Christ, who said, the most loving, the most magnificent, the most beautiful, and the most important words ever said in the history of the world to mankind. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved, saved from hell and saved to heaven. Call on his name and pray a simple prayer. Lord, have mercy upon me, a sinner. I now believe in your Holy Son, Jesus Christ, as my Savior. I believe that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose from the dead by your power. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Today, beloved, we are reading Matthew chapter 3, verses 11 and 12. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost, and with fire, whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor, and gather his wheat into the garner, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Dear friends, I just read in your hearing Matthew chapter 3 verses 11 through 12, 
or 11 and 12. Now here is the sense of it. With the help of the Holy Ghost and with the help of Dr. Walvert and Dr. Zuck, we continue with the Bible knowledge commentary, which says the relationship of John the Baptist to the coming Messiah was clearly seen. John believed he was not even worthy to carry or untie the sandals of the coming one. Why? Because Jesus Christ is the Son of God, which makes him God. John was simply an introducer who was preparing a remnant for the Messiah, or rather preparing people for the Messiah, and who was baptizing in water those who responded. The coming one would baptize them with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Those hearing John's words would have been reminded of two Old Testament prophecies. Joel chapter 2 verses 28 and 29 and Malachi chapter 3 verses 2 through 5. Joel had given Joel had given the promise of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on Israel, an actual outpouring of the Spirit, capitalized, did occur in Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost, but experientially Israel did not enter into the benefits of that event totally. She will yet experience the benefits of this accomplished work when she turns in repentance at the Lord's second advent. The baptism with fire referred to the judging and cleansing of those who would enter the kingdom as prophesied in Malachi chapter 3. This symbolism was carried through by John who spoke of the separation that occurs when a winnowing fork tosses up grain. Wheat is then gathered into the barn and chaff is burned up. John was saying that the Messiah, when he came, would prepare a remnant wheat for the kingdom by empowering and cleansing the people. Those who reject him, chaff, would be judged and cast into eternal, unquenchable fire. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, help people to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and repent of their sins by your grace, your strength, and the power of your Holy Spirit in this day and time. By the thousands, and yea, by the millions, and yea, Lord, by the billions, by your almighty power, lest they end up in unquenchable fire in hell. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Scripture and the Sense podcast. Please remember to read the Word of God, the Holy Bible, each and every day of your life, and pray without ceasing to God about everything, and for wisdom to understand His Word and apply it to your life. Most importantly, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, 
and thou you shalt be saved. Please stay tuned for a complete presentation of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ so that you can get your soul saved from hell to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Now, dear friends, if you're with us today and you do not know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, allow me to show you how you can place your faith and trust in Him, Jesus Christ, for your soul's salvation from sin and hell. First, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have failed God. We're all guilty before God. You do not have the right to look down your nose at others. You're just as wicked as others. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty, there is a punishment for sin always. You will be paid for your sins one day. The Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Our payday someday is death to these beautiful bodies. Death to so many things before you die. Death to marriages. Death to relationships. Uh, death to material things. You will experience a thousand deaths before you die because of sin. But ultimately, you will die physically. Your body will be put in a cold, dark grave. And that ought to be frightening because it is frightening. But more frightening is that your soul, if it dies without Christ, will go to a burning hell to spend eternity in a dark place, even though there's fire. You say, Preacher, I don't believe that a loving God would put people in the hell where Jesus Christ the loving and lowly one preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Jesus Christ, the loving one and the lowly one, preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. He said in Matthew chapter 10, verse 28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Also, the Bible says in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Whatever you do, don't experience the second death because it's bad news. Hell is bad news, but I have good news for you. You don't have to go to hell. Jesus suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose again on the third day. And he said these words to you before he left here. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. That is perish in hell but have everlasting life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shalt be saved. Pray and ask Jesus Christ to save your soul and to come into your heart and change your life. He will do it. 
Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. If you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose again, and you're ready to trust him as your Savior, pray and ask him to save you, and he will. I'll be glad to lead you in prayer in what is called the sinner's prayer or the prayer of salvation. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner, and that I have done evil in your sight. I am guilty because I have broken your Ten Commandments, your law. I've taken your holy name in vain. I've dishonored and disobeyed and disrespected my own parents. I have lied many times before. I have lusted after people and things and what others have. I've stolen things before. Uh, so Lord, that's five to six commandments I've already broken out of your Ten Commandments. And so please have mercy and grace upon me. For your Holy Son's sake, Jesus Christ, please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart the best way that I know how. In the Lord Jesus Christ. That he suffered and he bled and he died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose again. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul. And change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past and help me to turn from my evil ways. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake, amen. Now dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you, dear friend, congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10, 9, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. 
Until next time, my beloved, God loves you. We love you. And may God bless you real good until next time. Now, I may be traveling here over the next few days, and uh, but I will resume preaching as soon as I get back, and I will do some preaching while I'm on the road. So thank you so much for your prayers. Please continue to pray for us, and we will continue to pray for you. God bless you. Until next time. <laughs>